lot of times us as the generation knowing how to do better, which is therapy, talking, doing that. We have to almost be a buffer between us and the generation before us. Because sometimes the old generation wants to come and be like, well, I want to parent. How to parent your own kids. I'm like, nah, we're not, <laughs> like, nah, we not doing it like that. They need He's to be done miracles on me. And when I first moved here, we were fighting. I was fighting, not we, I was fighting all the time. And it was my assistant principal that pulled me aside. He was a small little white dude, but he grew up in uh, Fort Lauderdale, which was only like 10 minutes from where I grew up. And he was like, you got to understand, Marcus, like these kids are different. They've been coddled and protected, but they've also been tainted. Like some of the comments that they're making, they don't realize what they're actually saying. They're just kind of like repeating things that they've heard on the side and whatnot. And uh, my grandma was the one who enlightened me. She was like, baby. And obviously her now being 94 years old, she grew up through it, like in North Carolina, on a plantation, right? Like that was her world. She goes, if you fight everyone that calls you the N-word, you'll be fighting for the rest of your life. She's like, but you got to kill people with not kindness, but progress. She's like, just prove to yourself what you're worth. Like, don't get distracted by the distractions. And it took a whole nother level of awareness for me. Like, oh, okay. You're only Trump. You're only coming for me because you recognize I'm a threat. That's the only reason I'm on your radar. I was like, oh, you just can't stop my progress. Um, so it was, just, but having someone in my life that was able to have that level of conversation, cause to be honest, like I wish I, my bigger brother was here to be like, yo, let's roll up to the school. Cause I know that there have been kids in my life. <laughs> there are kids in my life that aren't my blood, but they're like, yo, I'm getting bullied at school. And like Jay said, like my schedule's to the point where I'm like, looks like we're rolling up to school. And I pull up in the cafeteria and they're like, yo, who that? And you're like, that's my uncle. And I'm like, he black. You're right. <laughs> and, but knowing, but seeing the confidence in, in, in that child to be like, yo, I got somebody who has my back. I'm like, yo, I wish I had that. So now the opportunity to be that is an absolute game changer. And then to still have the conversation, like, no, you don't have to fight everybody that disrespects you. But my grandma was like, yo, they can disrespect you so many times, but we don't start it. We definitely finish it. I was like, got it. I think it's a big thing that people need to understand as it deals with us going through these generations, wherever you fit in those generations, millennial, Gen Z, all that stuff, blah, blah, whatever it may be. You have to realize that as an adult, the adults that came before you are just older children. They're literally still trying to figure it out. Regardless of whether they act like they have it figured out, they don't. I will bet any amount of money, any person, they don't have it figured out. They probably don't have themselves figured out. They probably don't have their kids figured out. 
They probably don't have their spouse figured out. They don't have their other spouse that came before the spouse they got figured out. They just don't have it figured out. It is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. So literally, when you start giving people that grace, you can get that grace to yourself. I'm just getting older. I'm just figuring it out. I'm doing my best when I'm giving answers, doing my best when I'm giving effort. But the reality is, might be right. Might be the best thing to do at that point in time. Might be maybe the best thing, maybe the worst thing you could be doing, but it's all you know how to do. Like, it just is what it is. People, regardless of whatever age they're at, they're fig- they're just trying to figure it out. Some people get up to that, like you said, 94, they might have that stuff like, oh, I got to figure it out. I just don't need to say nothing. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever it is. My grandma in 94 does not have to figure it out. <laughs> she is still a hot mess. And that's what makes her dope. But it also gave another level of awareness. Like, like Shannon said, we are all just a hot mess. Um, you don't have the ability to make a right decision every time, but you can make a decision and make it right over time. As long as you're showing up with the right intention, love and growth on your heart, like this, anything is possible. Yeah. Hey, I wanted and that. Not- oh. Uh, I was just going to say, and not be afraid to make mistakes and then apologize, you know, in, in those times, right. You know, one of the things that I had to learn uh, very quickly when my kids were young was like being able, was being able to apologize to them <laughs> when I did something wrong or even like yelling at them. I remember um when the boys were like really young, like three, four or five, I think, I think. Stefan might have been five or six. I don't know. But um uh God had told me stop yelling at them. And I was like, I just don't know any other way because that's all I knew growing up. Like you can yell at. And uh one day he turned to me, he was like, You don't have to yell at me, I can hear you. And I just like I know this kid did just tell me and then then I was like I told you to stop yelling and so it helped me to be like you know what I apologize and being able to talk to them in a in a way where where I'm like you know let me go calm down because I don't want to take out my anger on you y'all adults don't start with me but but yeah y'all don't I wanted to I wanted to add to that because Oftentimes, we have to reparent ourselves yeah. to remind us not. It's almost crazy. It's like you can naturally not do nothing and go back into your old ways if it's yelling or not. But you got to constantly be like, oh, no, let me reprogram. Let me do that. And so I was just going to add to Shannon and them talking about they don't have it all figured out. A lot of times, us as the generation knowing how to do better, which is therapy, talking, doing that. We have to almost be a buffer between us and the generation before us. Because sometimes... The old generation wants to come and be like, well, I want to parent. How to parent your own kids. I'm like, no, nah, we're not gonna, <laughs> like, nah, we not doing it like that. They need to be seen, not heard. Nah, you, you, yeah, we're not finna do that. But they need to be heard. Cause right now, that's the problem. It's oftentimes where if you're going through something, or let's just even say, like, you know, police brutality and stuff. I had, uh, the whole George Floyd thing. I had a whole sit down and we talked about it and watched the movie and all that. And I'm like, how do you feel about it? And I feel, that they're starting to brew, even if it's not them. If it's not them, then it's like my grandchildren or my grandchildren's children. There's going to be the generation that's going to be able to speak up where it's just going to be done. I give you maybe three or four generations tops that that it will never be a point where somebody could do something wrong and it not be spoken up. Because it's just, you got to think about it. When you was a slave, you got beat. So it was like, it was like a lot of times people stopped speaking. So over the course of time, 
if it was, uh, you know, a civil rights movement and all that, and you're trying to speak, but you're getting sprayed with water hoses and stuff. And it's like everything to get you to stop speaking that we got to. And I feel like we're being that buffer to start telling, even if it's not, like I said, two generations down by the third one. I believe it'll be a point where they can get it obsolete because they're learning how to speak up for themselves. This is how we avoid that disrespectful communication from kids like I've seen so many of my friends parent their kids and then I think back to times where I was in that space where I felt like I wasn't supposed to be heard but after a while you have someone sweep it under a rug enough like it explodes it comes out and people are like damn you're not so disrespectful yada yada I'm like well damn if you would just listen to me period like I wouldn't be it wouldn't be a buildup and I noticed because when you talked about yelling my mom used to yell all the time it wasn't until I was an adult that I realized how much mental anguish and pain and things that she had to work through with the divorce and like leaving my pops. But I remember one day we were in the kitchen and she was just yelling. And I turned to her and I was like, why you yell all the time? And she's like, what? I was like, you just talk to me. You know that, right? And she looked at me like, boy, what? <laughs> I was like, literally, I'm like washing the dishes in the kitchen. I just turned around. I'm like, you could just talk to me. What do you want me to do? And she was like, hold up. So I stopped washing the dishes. We sat down at the kitchen table and that day transformed our relationship forever. So now my mom, even when she's frustrated, she'll be like, did you hear what I said? I'm like I did. Well, why didn't you do what you, this is why I didn't do it. I was doing this, this and this. So I had it planned here. And she's like, okay, I need you to make it a priority when I ask you to do something. And I was like, okay. And literally that day transformed our relationship. But I had to literally check her in a respectful way. Like, yo, you could just talk. You could just talk. You don't got to yell. You don't got to get all animated because that puts me in the defensive state where now I don't want to hear you. I want to get mad, too. But opening those doors of communication is an absolute game changer. What, Doc? No, I was just agreeing with you. But, and it's, it's hugely important. And um, a lot like what, what King was saying, being that buffer, because I've told my kids, you have a right to to speak up about how you feel about something in a respectful manner. And if you think something's wrong, say something. And I've had it where, you know, one of my children, they said something to their grandparent. They was like, you know what you're doing? That's not right. And then my father was like, you don't talk to me like that. I, I'm an adult. And I, and I was like, hold on. Because cause I will talk to you like that. And so, you know, just uh, <laughs> listen, because I, I, and I didn't see the kids you raised. And I'm just, I raised my kids differently. So, um, but you know, a lot, <laughs> you know, they still working on me. <laughs> Got <it>. working. <laughs> Work harder. Yes. So, um, so just setting that boundary and that buffer um, to allow my kids to know. As long as I'm there, I'm not going to let anybody like stifle your voice. And so you have a right to speak up and be, you know, speak when you see something that is wrong, because I don't ever want you to feel like, oh, you're a child. So your voice doesn't matter. Now, I got, I got something that I want to ask the ladies, per se. I know uh, uh, Sam, God bless her child that she does have. Um, but I want to ask you all the question. Is that basically how do y'all feel about men in as far as taking the lead on like talking, discipline, and stuff like that? Are y'all good with that? Or do you? I feel like it can, can you be. Repeat that? I'm sorry. I was. Shannon was distracting. If you wish, I first want to mention the time. Oh, okay. I forgot about Shannon. <laughs> because she got a text. No, 
but let me let me just rephrase it like this. I just want to the point that I'm trying to get to is like being in the actual to be fully feminine. Feminine is the word I'm trying to make because a lot of times women have to do both roles, and I know that was in the do both roles. I don't think uh, uh, that's not what he's asking, though. It's not what he's asking. Okay, but what what I'm trying to make is that oftentimes there's there's a difference. Even all of us know that somebody say your mama coming, and we got some mamas and some grandmas that probably could do it. It's still not to the level of when the, the dad or a male figure comes in and spend the discipline. There was there was some times where I feel like so growing up, like my mom was the one that was present twenty four seven. Right, there is a lot going on too. And there were times where my pops would come in after and even have to like grab her and be like, yo, you're doing way too much. Like it's not okay anymore. Right. And at the point, like then I was like, finally, right. But like the older I got, I vowed and like, I saw the value in like she, she had to do both given the circumstances, but she didn't at the same time. And then when he was there in present or came in after like that presence of, that logic piece or the balance it was like hey like we don't have to go to a thousand like this could have been out of 10 or even a 20 um and so i think there's this if we go back to slavery like there's this need that we have to do it both that has now just been in the dna ingrained generation after generation after generation and it's so hard to break but ultimately like she said like no one actually wants to do that and i don't think we have to do it it's just no one actually we're, we're still trying to figure out how to balance it back to bring it back to the middle and i don't think either side quite knows how to do that at a thousand percent yet and you just i say the question that i I'm, and this is what i i heard you asking and so i'd love to hear your guys' insight because what i heard you asking was how do you guys see for women the opportunity to allow a man to just be that lead, to be that authoritarian, to be the logic, to be the 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 standard setter. Because I've personally seen a lot of women fight that. Like they fight men, be like, oh, you ain't gonna talk to my kids like that, even when it's their kids. Like it'd be like, yo, this our kids. <laughs> and I've, I've literally seen, I'm like, the hell going on here? Right? Like, but I've literally seen women that have still carried that that cancerous ideology of independence, like. You ain't going to talk to our kids like that. If we got to do it by ourselves, we will. No, 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 baby. Like, sit your ass down. Like, I'm going to be the man of this household. But, like, where do you guys see that come from? Or what is your thoughts on that? And I've definitely me, seen that. For y'all answer that, that is correct. But I also wanted the answer that y'all gave. But, yes, you addressed that one, too. So, I appreciate that. Um, you messed me up. <laughs> um... But no, I, I definitely I've seen that too, or where women have been very demasculating uh, of their husband, the father in the household, to where the kids don't even listen to him either. Um, so I think that for I can't speak for every woman. For me, I think it's ex extremely important to have that that male leadership in the household. Um, one of the main reasons why I started this platform was because if women are always the ones who are working on their healing and getting themselves together and stuff. But then the man never gets healed and he's supposed to be the head of the household. Then um, that leadership is not trickling down and the house is still broken and upside down. So um, one of the biggest reasons or motivations for me um, moving here for us getting a place together was because I realized 
as a woman, there were things that I could not provide for my son. Um, likewise, even for my daughter, that he could as a man in the head of the household. So even though he's my brother, I still give him the respect and, and, and pass things over to him. Like, don't let you handle this. And whatever decision you make, then we'll flow through that. And so the kids understand that, like, even though they're cousins and, you know, they all just kind of together, like whatever, whatever dad, uncle says, that's what goes. And, and he's leading the household. And so I don't, I don't get in the middle of the stuff. Now, maybe if like something happens, I'll talk to him afterwards and be like, so we should probably pet. not, not said it like this, you know, but never like in front of the kids or anything like that. I'll never be like, Oh, don't listen to him. He don't know what he's talking about because he's the man. And that's who they, that's who they're looking to for that guidance and that identity of who they're supposed to be. So. I really, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm waiting. So I think the root of it to answer like straight is, is trust right to trust that your partner right so you don't have to intervene or say don't don't be the man so to speak or don't be that enforcer i think if you're before you have children that should be a conversation between the two partners in terms of like hey like how are we going to parent how are we going to do this how do you allow me as the man in the relationship in fatherhood to take the lead and the role and discipline, et cetera. And then how do we have a conversation on the best way to handle it? I feel like that would eliminate the in the moment of women who are like, you're going to care to my kid like that. Now, if you're stepping in as the man with a woman that already has kids, I feel like that's also a conversation you need to have before you start dating. What does that look like? Am I allowed to parent your child? How far can I take it? It's not even a am I allowed to I'm not asking that question. Like literally, I'll be like, you need to know this well, about me. I don't have to be, is no I don't have to be dating you. <laughs> like, I don't, it, it, here's what it is. If I value you, I'm not like, if I value you and your kids are in my life, you're in my life, your kids are in my life, you could be my friend and your baby do something. I'm like, hey, little nigga. <laughs> Let's go. And then you're like, why did you do that? I'm like, Yo, did you not see your kid about to set the house on fire? Like, I'm just going to hold that space. That's just who I am. I think it's really important, though, to your point. Um, we get very clear on who we're spending our time with, like who we allow in our lives, whether you have kids or not yet. Yes. Like, it's just have conversations, not just sex. Stop Be dating weak ass men as well. Those weak ass men and little boys that are perpetrating, when you start to see those flags, Represent where to live, and they're just yeah, they're looking to be your stepson. Um, stop, yeah, stop, stop <laughs> spending time with them. Yeah, 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 stop adopting. <laughs> um, one of the things that I would definitely say as well with uh, the thing of the trust to add to it is one of the things she's really good with. I've seen my sister be so strong and stuff, so strong to the point that it's kind of hard for people, because I would say everybody in this panel is strong people, because you're either always the person for somebody or the strong one. When you go through weak times, you, nobody really be there for you. You say, oh, they got it, they got it, they got it. So to see her transition to what she is, because my sister, can, she's flipped it on in this season to be very feminine now that she don't have to, and uh, but yeah, she'll go behind the scenes and eat you up. She, 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 like, hey, yo, yeah, we can't do that. And the point that I'm making out of that with the trust and stuff like that is that parents have to learn how to communicate. Y'all got to be on one page. Now, you got to already say, like, this is what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? And let's ride it with the ship. And so to the men, 
First and foremost, you need to meditate, you need to pray, spend time with God because that's where your vision going to come through. That's where your true essence of love came from for me. The actual, my softest part was when God embraced me. Even it was like grandma was a living example of that, but God, especially my relationship with him, has really showed me how to be better for my daughters and stuff like that to keep a balance that I'm getting your ass, you know what I'm saying, when y'all wrong, but I'm also going to hug you and let you know daddy loves you and I'm here for you to keep that balance in that. But um, the communication is always, always key. And that's something that I harp on my children about is about communication. Um, speaking to him like, yo, did you talk with your cousin? Did you do that? Y'all both go to the same school. Did you speak? Like you left and you didn't talk to her. Like a lot of that stuff is like, I'm trying to go against because that's not something they're going to always get is like that valuable skill of learning how to effectively communicate and let it, you know what I'm saying? To be able to know that if you're in a ship with somebody together, you got to, you got to know what you're signing up for, but you also got to know that you're in this together and you're not individuals. You're individuals, but we're in this together. And one of the things that I communicate with the kids, and this is one of the things that I've learned as far as parents, we're tired because we're doing all this other stuff, but you got to shut all that out to the side to spend time to explain to your children. Our children have information at the palm of their hand. So their information aid, so they need information. So when your kids is in there and they're not doing their chores, you need to let them know the value. You can trade places with me and work and pay this, you know, $5,000 a month, or you can just do some chores because everybody has to contribute to the household, to the village. You may have to watch your little cousin right now so we can do this, but it's all to make sure this thing flows so y'all can still play video games and take electricity, like, you know what I'm saying, which we paying for. Now, if you want to get older, I have no problem if you contribute to the household to buy me. And then you don't have to do the chores. And when it's all, oh, say less. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> say less. Like, how much money do I got to give? Yeah, how much do I got to give? You know what I'm saying? Because when you let them know, you let them, and once again, that's vision. That's going down and you let them know and you're communicating, you're teaching your kids how to communicate about what's going on. And I, so I, I say, there's three rules to the house for me. You must do your chores. You must do your schoolwork. You must value yourself and others. So that means like respect and value each other. And so long as I keep instilling those principles into them and let them know what the ship is, they still, you know, saying some dishes, maybe oily, not in there, tops not in there. But you got to be like, all right. And then you got to take a second. Because usually you just want to tell them, but you, I go in there and I literally like, here's soap, put it in the water, make sure the water is hot, not cold. And it's like, you know, that guidance in the top, but it takes patience on a parent. And a lot of times we didn't have parents who were patient with us because it's the whole scene and not, you know, not be heard type thing. But we need to understand, like, how do I do this? Because if unless you teach it to me and go through and I know it seems like it's tedious, but sometimes it's like you have to keep revisiting those mile markers. So parents be patient. You're doing a great job, but you're molding life. It's like you get to you get to take a human being and eventually make them become this great individual in life that you just never know what they'll become to be. So it's a great gift from God, but it can be challenging at times. I think some of the best old parents at times be like, man, you go on vacation, be like, man, with them kids, like <laughs> whatever happens, I'm out the country anyways. But as soon as you get back, you hop right back in and you, you take care of everything. And it's, it's so funny to, to like all of the parents that be on vacation, high five and like, hey, man, we over here, forget all that. We ain't got no worries. Because you did so much in the trenches. So it's the, you know, it's that respect thing. And now you joke about it, but you're going to be there for your children no matter what. So communicate that value and keep working on building your village because I'm so thankful, like Marcus said, of the village. We never, 
I've never had uh call Marcus or Shane or anybody in for any babysitting. My kids, oh, they babysit other people mm-hmm. or got a kid, you know what I'm saying? But it was at times that uh, you know what I'm saying, uh my ex-wife's mom came in and she helped out a lot and stuff like that. But is that oftentimes when you're trying to go and get ahead and there's things you need to do, you may need babysitting when your children are that young. Like, I know it's times you got twin boys. As much as you're going to love them, <laughs> you like, daddy time over. Uh, you need to be out of <laughs> Somebody Not take separate way. <laughs> separate way. Look, you get one, you get yeah. one. <laughs> Why go for it? You get a baby. You get a baby. <laughs> I'm out. Make I'll sure be back. you subscribe and come back next week for the continuation of this conversation. Vice versa. And so you'll say, I'm saying the same thing. And then you say it louder like this. The kids still cry. Like, the fact that you got louder does not mean it makes more sense. Right? I, can you? Say that to yourself one more time. <laughs> I just, I just want to make sure you heard it. <laughs> <laughs>